back to the Deeper Dive podcast, Catechism of the Catholic Church in a Year. Today is day number 267, and we begin with number 2030. It is in the church, in communion with all the baptized, that the Christian fulfills his vocation. From the church, he receives the word of God containing the teachings of the law of Christ. From the church, he receives the grace of the sacraments that sustains him on the way. From the church, he learns the example of holiness and recognizes its model and source in the all-holy Virgin Mary. He discerns it in the authentic witness of those who live it. He discovers it in the spiritual tradition and long history of the saints who have gone before him and whom the liturgy celebrates in the rhythms of the sanctoral cycle. The moral life is spiritual worship. We present our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, within the body of Christ that we form and in communion with the offering of his Eucharist. In the liturgy and the celebration of the sacraments, prayer and teaching are conjoined with the grace of Christ to enlighten and nourish Christian activity, as does the whole of the Christian life. The moral life finds its source and summit in the Eucharistic sacrifice. The church, the pillar and bulwark of the truth, has received this this solemn command of Christ from the apostles to announce the saving truth. To the church belongs the right always and everywhere to announce moral principles, including those pertaining to the social order, and to make judgments on any human affairs to the extent that they are required by the fundamental rights of the human person or the salvation of souls. The magisterium of the pastors of the church in moral matters is ordinarily exercised in catechesis and preaching with the help of the works of theologians and spiritual authors. Thus, from generation to generation, under the aegis and vigilance of the pastors, the deposit of Christian moral teaching has been handed on, a deposit composed of a characteristic body of rules, commandments, and virtues proceeding from faith in Christ and animated by charity. Alongside the creed and our Father, the basis for this catechesis has traditionally been the Decalogue, which sets out the principles of moral life valid for all men. The Roman pontiff and the bishops are authentic teachers, that is, teachers endowed with the authority of Christ, who preach the faith to the people entrusted to them, the faith to be believed and put into practice. The ordinary and universal magisterium of the Pope and the bishops in communion with him teach the faithful the truth to believe, the charity to practice, the beatitude to hope for. The supreme degree of participation in the authority of Christ is ensured by the charism of infallibility. This infallibility extends as far as does the deposit of divine relation, revelation. It also extends to all those elements of doctrine, including morals, without which the saving truths of the faith cannot be preserved, explained, or observed. Father Larry. Yeah, great. So right now we're going into this section of the moral life. And I, I really love this uh, this section in number 2031 where it says the moral life is spiritual worship. It's the way that we uh, that we show our love for God is the way we live. And uh, it makes this connection that when it comes to uh, decisions of moral matters, and moral matters is the way we live, uh, and sort of the determination of what is good or evil, 
Uh, it's the magisterium of the pastors of the church uh, that really exercises this authority through uh, teaching and preaching that we learn uh, right from wrong as a Catholic. I think one of the problems, uh, I think, in many pulpits is there's too much silence over specific moral issues, you know. Uh, but I do think, like like is said, is that people learn their the the faith and how to live from from preaching and especially from homilies. And it's it goes on to say that traditionally, um, the basis of of the moral life is the Ten Commandments. Um, now, obviously, you know when we look at the Ten Commandments at face value and say, well, you know, uh, well, I never killed anybody or, you know, I've never, you know, whatever the, the thing might be, but the commandments go much deeper than that. And the, and if you look at when we get to the section on Ten Commandments, there's it's very specific about uh, how we're to father the Lord, uh, you know, how we're to worship him, but also how we're supposed to treat human beings from the, from the moment of conception till natural death. It has everything to, that pertains to life um, is taught to us from the magisterium, which is the teaching authority of the church. And it also goes on to say is that when it comes to issues of morals, so when the church officially teaches something, uh, whether it be about, you know, uh, an issue of, you know, something that has to pertain to the uh, matrimony or ethical issues within marriage or something like, you know, end of life issues, like, you know, what is permissible or not permissible when someone's dying, that the church is going to teach with infallibility. It means without error, that we should never worry about being led astray uh, by the official teaching of the church on issues of faith and morals. And so that's basically the basis of, of, the, uh, of the first section.